bring in home with Sarah and Tanil. Sarah, we have made it through the month of August. I just feel like my life is flashing before my eyes. I mean, it's going. <laughs> it's moving fast, I tell you. Um, this whole year has kind of been a blur since March, I'll be honest with you. And um, it's still kind of I a blur. But it we, is, we, we missed a very special day on Saturday. So we've got to back up a little bit um, and talk about what we missed. Because August 29th, I believe that was Saturday, that was National More Herbs, Less Salt Day. More herbs, less salt day. Now, um, I didn't know we had one of these. I'll just tell you. But um, it's a good time for us to talk about getting more herbs because gardens are full of them around this time of year, right? No, you're exactly right. And I love using fresh fresh or dried herbs even. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, That is a great Great idea. It wow, is. I'm just kind of shocked. I didn't even know this day existed. No, I didn't either. But it's also a good time for us to look at how much salt we're putting into our bodies because whoo, most of us get too much. Um, um, yes. You know, <laughs> I'll tell you what's recommended. Then we'll talk about how much most of us actually get. The dietary okay. guidelines for Americans, it's recommended that we get less than 2,300 milligrams a day. Now, that's, that sounds like a nice allotment, 2,300 milligrams. That's actually about a teaspoon. One teaspoon yeah. of salt per day is all that is recommended for us to have in order to stay healthy. Um, uh, that ain't a lot. It's really not. And we're going to talk about how it adds up quickly here in a few minutes. It does. And, and it's important to point out that that teaspoon is the salt from all sources the salt that we sprinkle on at the dinner table, the salt that's already in the foods that we buy and eat, all of it. So we'll, right. we'll talk about that in a minute. But the average American is getting at least 3,400 milligrams a day. So, oh yeah, we're kind of blowing it out the water there. Um, so, but, but. I'm the odd person. I don't like salt, so. No, raw you know, salt is not my thing. The, my salt intake is going to be from foods that already have salt in them. It's not from me adding mm-hmm. anything at the table because I don't own a salt shaker. The only reason I keep salt in the house is to bake with or something like that. Um, but let's just say salt is needed. It's not totally evil, right? No, you need some in your body to, for your body to function properly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it helps you to maintain the right balance of fluids in your body. It helps transmit nerve impulses and it also, um, influences your muscles, um, whether you're contracting or relaxing them. Hmm. Yeah. So people may not realize that. But salt, salt is benefits. Yeah. You can have too low of a salt. Yeah, yeah. But we all know you can get too much salt and there's some bad stuff that can do to you. Um, you know, retaining fluid, that's probably the number one thing. That and high blood pressure or hypertension, those are kind of used interchangeably, but basically when your blood pressure is higher than what it should be, um, you definitely don't want to go over the recommended amounts of salt. Um, from what's recommended for us to have heart disease, too much salt can contribute to heart, kidney, uh, congestive heart failure, all these kinds of things. If we don't monitor our salt intake. So that's not good. No. And it's definitely something we want to pay close attention to. Yes. Um, so you talked about 
where we get salt, you know, in your typical diet, you're going to find a lot of them in your processed and prepared foods. Things like bread, pizza, even your cold cuts, bacon. Especially your cold cuts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cheese. You know, if you buy canned soups at the grocery. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you hit up that fast food drive-through, you know, and anything you buy that's already prepared, yeah, it's gonna have a lot of salt in it. And that's where most of my salt would come from, are these types of things. Like I said, I'm not notorious for adding salt to my food so most of mine's gonna come in those processed and prepared foods and so many americans uh eat these foods that you named on a weekly basis and are getting Mm -hmm. you know are getting these salt amounts i mean even even a lot of your health i wish you could see me i'm air quoting (laughs) save it for the video sarah i know uh your healthier frozen entrees yeah. Flip it over and look at the salt content, and it may, it may not be as healthy as just fixing yourself something quick and easy at home from scratch. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, some of our natural sources of salt, um, they're usually low amounts, but things like some vegetables, dairy products, shellfish, meat, those have low amounts, and so those are going to mm-hmm. be the the ones that we would rather gravitate towards to get our little sodium from those instead of the high amounts that's going to be in the processed and prepared foods. You're exactly right. You know, if that's where you're getting your intake from, you're, you're probably going to be in a very safe range. Yeah. Yeah. Now the problem at my house, Mm -hmm. unlike your house is the salt shaker. Oh, you got one (laughs) over there. Yes. My husband and my son, especially they love salt, you know? Yeah. Um, but what I have done, uh, if a recipe, not something I'm baking that requires salt, you know, uh-huh. but if I'm cooking, I typically don't season with salt because I know when I put it on the table, that's the first thing that they're going to reach for is the salt shaker. Yeah. You know, so that's I a good strategy. To. We tell people to do that. If you know that you've got to like do the arm thing with the salt shaker when your plate gets there, don't add it when you're cooking because you're just going to be double salting. That's right. Mm-hmm. And things like garlic salt, that kind of stuff, I just always use garlic powder or yeah. onion powder. Yes. I buy the powder versions. So yes. That's, yes. You know, those are the three main places. Also, a lot of your condiments that you put on the table, ketchup, things like that, they've got salt in them, too. They do. So, it's a preservative. <laughs> Salt's a preservative. It helps stuff from going bad, but it also helps with the taste uh, in a lot of things. Um, you exactly. know, <laughs> that's why we keep going back to it because of the taste. And so they know that. But there are some <laughs> ways for us to reduce the sodium in our diets. And that's what we can really focus on, even though we miss the official day on Saturday. <laughs> Anytime's <laughs> a good time to improve your sodium. So, you know, eating more fresh fruits, you know, fruits, vegetables, fresh meat, any food foods that are fresh don't have the the high sodium content so the fresher it is the less sodium it's probably going to have exactly and when you are shopping opt for things that are low sodium products you know if you are buying something that's a processed food try to look for labels that say low sodium or reduced sodium or no salt added those kinds of things and look for whole grain products Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah those are all good ideas the real product the better it'll be for you 
And anytime that we can reduce salt from a recipe or remove it entirely, let's do that. For example, if I'm cooking something and it uses a lot of different spices and salt is one of them, why not try to replace that with some of those dried herbs? You know, find another combination. You know, Sarah and I love garlic. Um, You know, find (laughs) some other flavor to use uh, for your meats or your vegetables or whatever so that you don't have to add salt. Because remember, keep that 2300 number in your mind, that 2300 milligrams, that teaspoon that you get all day long. So that just kind of, that keeps it in perspective. You know, and like I mentioned the condiments earlier, like soy sauce, your salad dressings, a lot of your sauces and dips and things that we purchase are completely laden with salt. So limit how often you use those things and, and try to get the lower no sodium added. I promise your taste buds will get used to it. <laughs> yes, they will. Yeah. They will. Um, And, you know, you can use some of those uh, salt substitutes. Um, Those typically don't have the sodium in them, but using more doesn't always mean it's a good choice. A lot of those have potassium in them. And if there's something that um, is is, uh, if you've got a health condition where you don't need to have potassium, Um, or high amounts of it, then this wouldn't be something that you would want to indulge in. So make sure you talk to your physician about the use of salt substitutes, especially if you have a potassium issue that you need to keep it under a certain level. Yes, because some people take that salt substitute and like load it Uh, up. It's not real salt. It's not real salt. So don't do that. Just load it up. So, you know, more herbs, less salt day. Obviously, we want to encourage you to use herbs and spices and other flavorings that are not salt to your foods. You know, there's a, a million fresh herbs out there. Basil, cilantro, which is not my favorite. But I, I love, love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dill, marjoram, chives, oregano, sage, thyme. I mean, I could go on and on. And a lot of people have herb gardens. And it, take what you have grown or what someone has given you or what you buy at the store and use that instead of putting lots of salt in your food. This is going to taste better. Yeah. For sure. And I don't grow herbs. And so I tend to go to a lot of spices. I use dried herbs quite a bit, but the spices, <laughs> you know, I love using garlic powder. I love onion powder, paprika, uh, cayenne pepper. I love uh, cumin, depends on what I'm cooking, uh, chili powder, things like that. Even things like nutmeg and cinnamon, you know, just really experiment and see what you like on what dishes because it's going to vary based on uh what meats you're having or what side dishes that you're preparing as to what spices you want to use right but there's so many out there that it's worth to try you know yes it is opt for you know your fresh herbs and your spices before you just load it up with salt yes because Saturday was more herbs, less salt day. And <laughs> we're going to go back and celebrate. All the all year long because it would be better for our health. Yes. 365 days a year. Yep. <laughs> Let's celebrate that one continuously because that one's good for us. So thank you for joining us for this episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. In the words of Mr. Bob Marley, well, now let's think about this for a second. Do you think that he was more of a herb guy or salt guy on his food? Uh, I don't um, know. I, 
Mm-hmm. To make a judgment call, I yeah, don't I don't know, but but let's hope he he used lots of herbs and spices on his food. But anyway, um, he would want us to live the life we love and love the life we live. Bye bye.